0: Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the final edition of the 2020, I guess, season, NFL season of the Betting Pros NFL podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me is Matt Peralt. Find us on Twitter at DanHarris80 and at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, this is it. Super Bowl props. It's exciting. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm a little sad. Oh,
1: man, that was so depressing. I was thought it was going to be like, yeah, let's go. No, I'm, I'm ready, but it's still, I mean, there's a couple things. One, it's the end of the football season, so there's no more football for a long time. So that's a bummer. I'm excited because it's a heck of a game. It's. I'm a little bummed because no matter how much they're trying to spin this like it's a Super Bowl, yep. it's not a Super Bowl, okay? This is not a Super Bowl. Uh, Budweiser is not even advertising in this game, all right? This is not a typical year. We got 20,000 fans in Tampa, no radio row, no hype. I mean, The Chiefs are showing up on Friday for this game, for goodness sakes. You know. The barber for the Chiefs had COVID-19 <laughs> and nearly took down the entire <laughs> team, for goodness sakes. This is just not a typical season. So while I'm really excited to get to go with football, I'm bummed the year is over, and I'm equally like, man, this is not going to be the same thing as normal. I
0: think it's so funny, but I feel like maybe you're right, and maybe that's how everybody feels. I don't really feel that way. Like, Of course, it's different, but I feel like probably because you've been doing radio for your entire adult life. Like you can really tangibly feel the oh, difference. Yeah. Right. And not having for me, like, of course I get it. Of course it's weird. And it's not the same, but I don't find my enthusiasm for this game dimmed whatsoever, even though it's not like the classic usual way we're doing it. It might just be because you're radio or it might be because I'm an odd human being. I don't know the
1: answer to it, but regardless, well, I, don't yeah, know, I mean, to, 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 to your point, I mean, so normally in the week of the Super Bowl. There are every every A, B, and C list celebrity is trying to get on the radio, trying to get on your radio yeah. show, trying to right. talk, right? So, like, the biggest name I've had on so far is Barry Sanders. Now, that that's a great big Hall of Fame mm. football name, right? Right. But normally during football week, yeah. there's a Barry Sanders every day. I get it. I get so it. that's the weirdness about it, that we're like, where is everyone? Like, I get why it. no No brand wants their name really out there too enthusiastically. Nobody yep. wants to do any of the stunts or the stupid stuff they always do. Right. So it's just different.
0: Yeah, no, I, I do get it. And for me, I've got a Chiefs and a Bucks game, and we're at the Super Bowl, which I really, <laughs> if I were a betting man, which obviously I am, I probably would have laid a bet that we would not have made it to this point. Right. because. You know, kudos to them and continue to dodge, you know, the landmines with the barber and all that. Keep going until we get to Sunday. All right. So we've got a few things to talk about. Number one, Matt and I are mostly going to be talking about prop bets. Although, Matt, if it's OK, I'd like to start by talking about the side in the total. We talked oh, about yeah. it last week, but OK, good. So we'll talk about that, see where it has ended up and then see if we like either side of it. But we are going to be talking about a lot of player props today. But we are also going to be talking about player props on Sunday before the Super Bowl at 4.30 p.m. Eastern on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash betting pros. We are also going to be simulcasting, I guess it's the right term for it, on our betting pros Twitter account. Which is at Betting oh. Pros NFL, I believe. Yeah. Well, look at us. We may also, I think we're probably going to also sign. Why wasn't I our, doing
1: that every, every weekend?
0: You know, <laughs> we, we try to save it for the special times, but you're right. <laughs> that was my bad on that one. We should have been doing that for sure next year. Don't worry. But, uh, okay. for the, uh, for the, we also may be doing it on our fantasy pros YouTube account, youtube.com. Oh, wow. House. It's a big one, but because as you know, we have a giant Giveaway that we are going to be doing on that live stream. At the very least, we know it's going to be an autographed helmet from a former NFL MVP and Super Bowl winner. It's a big one. We're going to have fun. We're going to be doing player props all the time, even though we are also doing them here. Some of them will probably overlap, but not all of them. That is sponsored by WinBet and we're going to be using their odds for it. So again, go check them out and make sure you don't miss it 430 Eastern, YouTube.com slash betting pros. So let's talk first about the game here, Matt, then we'll get into some player props. So when we originally did it, I actually can't remember. I should have gone back and listened to it. I don't remember if it was at three or three and a half, the consensus lines. I know it was- It it was ping pong, but a different book at different prices. Okay. So for the most part, it's now settled at three. There is BetMGM out there, which is at three and a half, but our consensus line is three, even at DraftKings, by the way, which was holding at three and a half, which we had talked about. It was there for a while. It dropped today actually it's dropped to three, back up to three and a half, and then down. Well, you know to three.
1: why Betham Gems at three at, at three and a half though, right? Why? Two point three million dollar bet on Chiefs. Sorry, on, on Well no, hold on. It was on the Bucks, right? Or the Chiefs? Wait, I'm forgetting which one it was on. <laughs> I thought that was on the it was on the Bucks, right? Three point two point three million on the it was yeah, it was two point three on the Chiefs, right? Minus three? Well, I so would what, assume if the, I mean the reason would hold that it would be at three point five because
0: they want money on the bucks. So you assume it came in on the Chiefs, right? I have, I have to look up this really quick. Like, all right, well I, now I, this I, I is have, I this sh- is just it no.
1: was. Oh no, it's on Tampa. I'm wrong. Okay, all right. It's at MGM though. So at I, I, knew, I I was right about that. It's at yeah. MGM, but it was on Tampa. So why are they at three point five? Why are they at know. three and a half? I don't know. That's but weird. They you figured they'd I be mean, at sh- three.
0: It's juiced up a little bit. I mean, it's at minus 115 and it's minus 105 to take the Chiefs at minus three and a half. And again, I'm looking at all this just so you guys know. I'm on bettingpros.com. I just go to NFL and odds, and I look at it, and it pops up. It's against the spread, and it shows me the consensus odds for bettingpros.com, and it shows me at all the various sports books. So again, I'm in New Hampshire. As I mentioned, I play DraftKings. It shows me right now the odds of DraftKings are taking the Chiefs, laying three. You want to take the Chiefs, it's minus 115. You want to take the Bucks? it's minus 106. And you see all these books, William Hill, two, and then one, only one on our list right now, is currently at minus three and a half. And that is BetMGM, Matt. So
1: I don't know. Maybe they're comfortable. Maybe they want more money on the box. I don't know. I have to look this up. I wonder if it's BetMGM, New Jersey or BetMGM, BetMGM Vegas as well, because they split their 2 They've got non-Nevada and Nevada. People don't. Right. We don't need, they're they're at three and a half here in Vegas too. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's yeah, just minus 115. minus one fifteen. Minus one fifteen. Correct. Yep. Wow. Yeah. The same lines at both. Okay. Yeah. That's all right. With their liability, so, that's stunning. I yeah. I have to go when we're done here. You know where I'm going. Yeah, um, I'm going to go to BetMGM. I that understand bet. you are. You're
0: going to take it right there. Now the total when we first did it, I remember, was at fifty-seven and a half yes. at one point. Whatever. Now it, the consensus line is at fifty-six. There's a fifty-five and a half over at FanDuel. There's a fifty-six and a half at BetMGM. But for the most part, the books, DraftKings, William Hill. All points bet they're all at fifty-six now for the total. So that has come down as we expected. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, right? So all right. How do you feel, Matt? Do you have a lean? I mean, at three and a half, it sounds like you like the Bucks and you're gonna run and take them if you can.
1: Okay, so let me just explain this bet. Okay, because this is not done really with logic. That <laughs> this is done because I am 0-3 and I refuse to go 0-4 betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Okay. So if I back Brady and he wins great. If I back Brady and he loses, which I think is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's, I, I'm going to be okay with it. I, I'm okay. Going down with Brady and Gronk and that team over and not backing the chiefs, even though I think I'm doing you all a solid by betting the bucks. Cause that means the chiefs win and chiefs cover. So, <laughs> Given how bad I have been in the postseason, I'm going to take one for the betting pros team. And you guys all bet the Chiefs. I'll bet the Bucs. I'll be wrong. And you will cash. This is a very scientific analysis that Matt is doing yes. right now.
0: He is fading himself, basically, is what he wants you to do. Um, I, So I waited, Matt. And when we talked about it originally, I said I didn't, I didn't, first of all, I have a very small wager on the side on this because this this is a day for props,
1: okay? This is oh, not yeah.
0: really a day to go huge on the spread. It's just not. I'm betting I mean, a quarter unit, by the way, on this yes, game. On exactly. The side, the just to give you an I, idea where I'm betting. Yeah, <laughs> this is, I, not, I, this I bet, is not
1: even a, a half unit bet. It's a quarter right. unit
0: bet. I bet a half a unit on the Chiefs laying three when it came down to DraftKings. Really, I wasn't convinced that it was going to get there because we we mm. talked about it. I mean, it was at three and a half. But I, I decided to do it when I had three. Now it's kind of settled at three, so I didn't have to rush yeah. to do it. And I think I probably got it at like minus 116 instead of minus 115, but that's fine. But I'm I'm fine with the Chiefs playing three. I do think the Chiefs are going to win this game. I could see them dominating this game, especially after the way we saw them dismantle the bills and everything like that. But in the end, it's not something I, I'm going heavy on. I do like them laying three. I would take them. If it was three and a half, I'd just stay away because I, you know, it, it's, I, I, my, my expectation is that it's going to be a one score game. I just don't know whether or not that score is going to be within seven or within three, but I do think the Chiefs are going to win, which is why I'd be fine too. If you want to do the money line, oddly enough, DraftKings is also the lowest money line. It's minus 162. The consensus is minus 165. So I'd be fine with that. I'm going to be very surprised. If the bucks find a way to win this game, what about the total
1: Matt? Do you like it on the over now that it's come down to 56 or still too high for you? No, I like the under, Uh, I think it's an underplay. Okay. Uh, I think, I mean, it's a lot of points. I I mean, I think I I don't like it at 56. I want over 56. That's why I'm going to take it before potentially it hits 56. I think the more money, I think money's coming in on the under. Uh, I think, I think people are going to start to, I think even the public might start to get on the under, but uh, I'll explain why like the under it correlates with one of my props that I like. Uh, I I just I, I think this is going to be a slower starting game than what we saw. Everyone thinks it's going to be like Week Twelve, and I think yep. Week Twelve is really screwing the people's minds.
0: Yeah, no, I think that that's fair. Again, you you're running to BetMGM after this because BetMGM is at fifty six and a half. That's the only book I'm seeing right now. Yep, at fifty six and a half. So after this, you're running to place your bet on yep. the bucks, and you're running to place your bet on uh, on the uh, under the fifty six and a half. I don't have a strong feel on it. I lean towards the over, but it's so public and everything like that. I do think there is going to be scoring in this game. But, you know, again, you have two relatively strong defenses. I am a little concerned about what the loss of Eric Fisher is going to do, because I think the Bucks are going to get pressure on Mahomes. Does that slow them down a little bit? But I'm really staying away from the side. If I'm forced to choose, I'd probably go over 56, but I'm not really getting it very close. So let's go to some player props. So before we get into it, uh, if you want to see the list of player props, I told you, you can see the consensus uh, game lines, the spread, the over under, you can do the same with player props. You can see the various odds that are available at the various books, and they vary. Like this is a time where if you have, you know, the option to bet at multiple sports books, this is a time where you can really take advantage of the differences in some sports books. Go to bettingpros.com slash prop bets. That's going to show you basically all the list of player props that are available. That's what I'm looking at right now. We also have, as we've mentioned before on this show, and Matt has mentioned on his live stream and on the Daily Juice, the prop bet cheat sheet creator. That's going to give you the best available props based on betting pros projections, Based on the available thing uh, lines in the market, it will show you the best line that you can get out there. It will also show you specifically if you want just available in your state. Again, betting, pr- bettingpros.com slash props for that. And uh, again, as we've said, this is a prop bet game. That's where you want to be doing on this game instead of going to the side or the total. So with that, Matt, let's start with some props. Go ahead. You can kick us off. What do you like coming into
1: this game? Do you want player props first or do you want like quarters? I want quarters you to and... do anything that you want to do, Matt. Okay. Let's start with the first quarter. Okay. Historically speaking, Tom Brady, if you go through the games with Tom Brady, he has not scored a touchdown. I think it's in the, maybe may be ever. He's never scored a first quarter touchdown in the, in the Super Bowl. I think Is that's that right? right. I think that's right. And so the Patriots as being a Patriot fan that I know, I've made money on this. When Brady's in the in the Super Bowl, they don't score in the first quarter. All right. Why do you think so, that is, by the way, Matt? Because defenses come out roaring in the first quarter. It's the Super Bowl. Every mm-hmm. play, every tackle, every single step is put with force and purpose. They know where they're going. They've seen the plays. They've studied it. They're coached up. These coaches have everything that they need. They've not seen you can't run anything on these guys they haven't seen before. So I think defenses are way ahead of the offenses early until they get tired. Mm-hmm. So early, I think there's a real chance you see a 7-3 first quarter. So the okay. number's 10 and a half, okay? Find 10 and a half, shop around. It's out there. First quarter under 10 and a half. It is 8 and 1 over the last 9 Super Bowls.
0: 8 and 1 under 10 and a half in the last 9 Super Bowls. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I'm looking. So I'm looking at DraftKings right now. I don't think that's listed on the uh, on the on the game spreads. Which, by the way, if you go to the the page either the player props or the game lines, you can also look at game props and all that. And yeah, it is it is juiced, Matt. Under ten and a half points, minus one fifty. Over yep. ten and a half, plus one ten. That's, you not, like, bad. Yeah, you like that's not bad. Yeah, you okay. like that. That's not bad. Yeah, that's
1: one fifty. That's not bad at all. Take that for all day. Yeah, yeah that's not yeah. bad at all. No, uh, I do. Good. Sorry. Yeah, I just I, I just think that this is going to be a a different game than the first time around. Yes, yeah, so, I can see it.
0: So you also think the Chiefs are going to start a little slow?
1: I yeah. I look historically speaking, Patrick Mahomes' best quarter is the second quarter. Mm-hmm. He's he, I think he's the best scoring second quarter quarterback in the NFL. I, I so I think they score a touchdown. I mean, I think they they'll have two drives probably in the first quarter. They probably get seven out of it. But I think the offense for the Bucks will not score a touchdown in the first quarter. That's what I'm banking on. So first quarter under ten and a half is my first play. Okay. So, you know, obviously we're doing
0: betting pros. We also have fantasy pros. And one of the things we did on fantasy pros is a couple of the writers, they basically said, okay, how do you feel about the spread? What do you think the final score is going to be? How do you see this game unfolding? And I basically wrote exactly that, Matt, which is, I see this game getting off to a slow start. I think that it's going to be a close game heading into, you know, probably almost maybe the end of the second quarter. And then eventually you're going to have maybe in the third quarter, you're going to have one of these, three touchdowns over the course of 10 minutes with Mahomes or something going crazy and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. I agree with you though. I think it's going, it's a great stat about how slow it starts. And I think that, uh, that's, that's how I see it coming, going this game as well. So I like that. So I'm going to go to a player props. I am mostly stuck with player props because I do mostly projections. Obviously I'm going to take Brady and I'm going to take him to go over two and a half passing touchdowns. Now you're getting plus money on this, okay? It's plus 125 is the consensus lines. If you look around, you can get it at better than that. You can get it at uh, plus 135 at BetMGM or plus 132 at FanDuel at DraftKings. And our consensus lines, it is at plus 125 of the year. So he's gone over two and a half passing touchdowns eight times in 19 games, all right? So that's why, 19 games, including the playoffs. That's why you're getting plus money. But the total points in the games that he has gone over 57, 71, 54, 51, 69, 65, 69, and then one game, 38, which he managed to go over. So Mm. I I expect this game to be high scoring, whether or not it hits the 56 or something like that. It's going to be a high scoring game. You know, he's going to need points. I think he's going to be chasing points because I think eventually the Chiefs are going to get out. To a big lead, and they allow passing touchdowns in the league. I mean, they they were you know certainly in the top half, even though they're good against wide receivers. They do allow a lot of passing touchdowns because they put up a ton of points. So obviously, other teams need to just throw. So for me, look, I, you know, I, I don't expect I expect them to put up three, four touchdowns again because I think it's going to be high scoring. So I think Brady gets at least three passing touchdowns here. I'll take it with the plus money at plus
1: one twenty five. Tom Brady over two and a half passing touchdowns. Like it. I I think there's a good chance that if you play it out and if you like the over, I think both Mahomes and Brady touchdowns over is probably going to play it. But Mm -hmm. I I just look, historically speaking, you know, inside the red zone, sure, they've got Leonard Fournette who could vulture it and and take it away. But historically, this team tends to score throwing the football. Correct. So if you're going to... You know,
0: it's funny because I thought, Matt, about like Brady anytime touchdown because you can see him sneaking it in, right? And the Chiefs actually, oddly enough, Allowed a ton of rushing touchdowns to quarterbacks and they, they weren't all like, you know, they weren't all the Deshaun Watson types or anything like mm-hmm. that. They were just kind of guys who snuck it in like two Tua did and stuff. So I, I was thinking about doing that, but I, I really do think that in the end, especially given what they're going to need, I think they're going to need to do one of these things where, you know, that Brady has a deep pass that falls down at the two for it to be something like Leonard Fournette or even Brady sneaking it. So that is why I like it. But yeah, the passing touchdowns over two and a half for Mahomes, obviously, is minus 155, right? Like there's a big difference. I think they both are going to get there, but I like the Brady one because of the
1: plus money. All right. What's your next one? My next one is Ronald Jones over rushing yards. I think everyone is, I think everybody is talking up Leonard Fournette and they're forgetting that earlier in the year, when Ronald Jones ran the ball consistently, when he had, I think the, the stat was when he ran the ball for 15 more times or more times, they were undefeated. Yeah. They, they just don't, they don't want to throw the ball on every down. They want to run the ball. Fournette has got the carries because Jones got hurt late in the year, and he mm-hmm. missed a game. And then Fournette yep. came in, and Fournette was running the ball really hard. But I think, ultimately, I still think they believe that Ronald Jones... Is the better running back. He went for a, a 99 99 yard run against the Panthers on the road. He's got that breakaway speed. It could be popped in one run, 34 and a half, 35, 36. Shop around and see where you can get this. Yep. But I think everyone is everyone's on the Fournette prop. At FanDuel today, the Fournette prop went all the way up to 51 and a half for his rushing total, and they got wow. hit with two max bets on the under that dropped it back down to 48. Oh, yeah. I just think everyone is looking at this Fournette line and saying, "Oh, it's going to be playoff Lenny. Here he comes." I don't think so. I think you're looking at the wrong running back. I think Ronald Jones gets the gets the bulk of the carries, and I think he's going to obliterate 35 yards rushing in this game. I think he's going to go for 60 plus here running the ball for the Bucks. I, I I love Ronald Jones. Shop around for the best price, but Ronald Jones over rushing prop. Yeah, the consensus line I'm looking at is 35 and a half yeah
0: DraftKings is 37 and a half for whatever reason so there are those out there but for the most part 35 and a half william hills at 34 and a half so this is where i'm saying like those couple of yards they may seem insignificant but they're huge at yeah. this point because any oh, yeah. edge you can get in that so this is interesting man. i i've tried to feel comfortable with the running game but i think in the end i just don't know i mean fournette ran really well in this last game and and I don't know whether or not they're going to turn back to Jones. Jones did get some drives all to himself in the last game. So if he gets that, if he gets two or three drives that are all his, I mean, he could easily do this. If he gets seven carries, something like that, he could easily Mm -hmm. sort of go there. So let me ask you something. With that, Matt, do you have any interest? This isn't available everywhere, but uh, there is most rushing yards in the game, Ronald Jones, at plus 275. Do you think, because if he's going to outrush Leonard Mm -hmm. Fournette, which it sounds like you might be thinking, I mean, Mm -hmm. I assume he's going to outrush anybody who's on the Chiefs, right? Because I I don't expect them to, they're not, who knows how many rushing attempts they're going to try anyway. And so do you like that at plus 275? I do.
1: I like like that a lot, actually. And what's interesting, FanDuel has got some very unique, they're actually doing head to head matchups on rushing props. Mm -hmm. So you can go, there is Leonard Fournette versus... Uh, Daryl Williams. There's Leonard. That there's um. There's I don't think Le'Veon Bell's involved. I do. I I mean, if he plays, if you. Here's
0: here's my one recommendation. If you, I haven't seen a Leonard Fournette like rushing prop out yet because I think the books are trying to be careful necessarily to see. You you mean Le'Veon Bell? You mean let? What did I say? Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. I apologize. Le'Veon Bell. Correct. Thank you for correcting me. Yes, I haven't seen a Le'Veon Bell prop out yet. If it comes out, I'm hitting the under, whatever it is. Like, I, I'm not kidding. I think that he may get out there, even if he's active, he'll get like one carry. And I mean, you heard the report today, right? Or yesterday, yeah. it was like he signed with the, the Chiefs, so he wouldn't get work. And again, I think Daryl Williams has looked better and Edward Dallaire is is healthier now. So forget about that. But. Yeah, you do head to head. I mean, so you probably
1: there's got to be value, I'm sure, for you with Ronald yeah. Jones going head to head against some and, and the other one is you can um the other bet is number of players who rush who will get a rushing attempt in the game. Ooh. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are four and a half and the and the Bucks are three and a half. So the reason the reason why, and someone corrected me on my radio show, because I said who is the number five that Hardman? might get the carry? Hardman. Well no, Hardman's four. Okay. So it's Williams, it's Clyde edwards hilaire it's Mahomes, and it's McCurl Holman. Michael oh, yeah, yeah. So, so then number five, someone said, well, "What about Le'Veon Bell?" And I went, "Oh no." Yeah, I guess like I would, that could burn you if he's if he's active, that could burn you if you're going to bet, bet the under. But I had yeah. a hard time finding number five for the and the same thing for the for the box. It's like okay, so Brady may get a rushing attempt, a sneak, and then you've got Rojo and you've got Fournette. Right. And then do you have an Antonio Brown jet sweep?
0: Yeah. Uh, who so knows if he's don't... even going to play, by the
1: way. I mean, you right. know, it's so he's all this... questionable too. Yeah. So like th- that's where like, I was like, Hmm, I could actually see the under on both those bets coming. Yeah. I'm not playing either one, but that always, it, th- those are available. Those are unique at FanDuel, but those are unique ways of betting rushing props. Yeah. That's the thing. Get, get, creative i
0: remember like one of my favorite ones i forget what it was it was something with most ricky moser it was like first carry over three yards or something like that and it, yeah and it hit it just makes the rest of the day easier so have have a lot of fun so i'm gonna go to a running back but i'm gonna go on the other side now here's the thing i do not have a good sense in the same way i don't have a good sense of what it's going to look like on the buck side i don't have a good sense of what mm. it's going to look like on the chief side because edwards Alaire is reportedly pretty healthy right now and again it's against the Bucs. Like you don't want to take running backs against the Bucs and you don't want to take running backs on the Chiefs because they don't really yeah. run the ball. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pivot a little bit and I'm going to take over 12 and a half receiving yards and set minus 124 for Daryl Williams. So this is 12 and a half or 13 and a half. I I'd take it at 13 and a half as well. It's actually 11 and a half at points bet. I like that even more. But the reason that I think this is because even if Edwards Allaire is healthy, I think Daryl Williams has kind of proven himself recently in the playoffs that he's a guy that they feel comfortable relying on and in particular he's doing really well at pass blocking and that is what you are going to need desperately in this game without Eric Fisher against that Bucks pass rush so I think he's going to be in a lot and again they're going to pass they're going to pass Mm. all day long so I think the chances of him getting a dump off are really really high again even if Edwards Allaire is sort of like fully healthy and he gets a ton of work in this game like I think Williams is still going to factor in And I think because he's such a good pass blocker, he's going to be in there. And all that really takes is one dump off, one dump off where he gets a little running room and gets there. So for me, I'm not taking the rushing props on those guys. I actually kind of like this is because it's for plus money. I don't mind over two and a half catches for Darrell Williams as well. That's plus 145. Okay, that is not likely to happen. Mm -hmm. You can get it at plus 155 at MGM. But this is what I kind of think about this game, man. I think Williams is going to play a big role, regardless of Edwards-Alaire. I think because he's so good at pass blocking, he's going to be in a lot more than expected and in on passing situations, which is basically going to be 90% of the situations. And I think that he's going to get involved enough in like sort of the dump off when Mahomes is like, oh my God, I'm running for my life for a second to make that number work. So for me, I'll take over 12 and a half and I'll take the over two and a half. I'll put that at receptions, but just because you're getting plus 145, maybe plus
1: 155. Okay, my next two are by one player. Okay. And I'm going to go with Hardman here, and I got two plays on him. One, I like his over-receiving a lot. Yep. I think I am going to be fading, and I'll talk about it later, but the Hill prop for passing yards and the Kelsey passing yards prop, I'm going to fade Receiving both. Receiving Receiving, yards. Sorry. Yep. Mm -hmm. Not passing, receiving yards. I'm just not going to be able to bet them until yeah. literally right before the game. I'm gonna wait. And oh, wait we'll talk about those. Wait. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like those are those are gonna be plays, but I can't give them out here on the podcast because I don't know what the number's gonna be. Yep. But it should be a hundred. It should be a hundred and somewhere in both of those guys should be around hundred. So mm-hmm. we're go I'm going under them both. But Hardman, I think the Bucks are gonna take away both those two guys as much as possible. They're gonna double they're gonna basically say somebody else is beating us. We're not letting Hill we're not letting Kelsey beat us. So that means who else steps up? That means I think Hardman's going to go feast. I think he easily gets 40 to 50 yards receiving in this game. And I like him to score a touchdown, too. Anytime touchdown for Hardman, shop around and find the best price on that. But I think Hardman scores, and I like the over on receiving yards for Hardman coming up here. You can shop around. Some of them, not, I saw under 30. Is it still under 30 what you see? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's yeah. 28 and a half.
1: Yeah, all day. Give me Hardman. I think he's got 50 yards coming. Okay. First of all, this
0: is interesting. His odds on touchdowns scored like anytime touchdowns are a little worse than I like, What are you
1: expecting the odds to be Matt? Or have you looked at them at all? For I looked, um, what did I, what did I see? Like, I, I think, I thought I saw like plus 175, 180. Oh, okay. Well, they
0: are. That's where they are then. They're fine. Actually Matt, Ready? When you run to bet MGM right after this, yep. his anytime touchdown plus 275. So oh you can, that's way out of line with the rest of the market. Like everything else is at basically plus 200. The consensus line is plus 220, but it's at plus 275. Funny, Matt, I was wondering whether or not you were going to go over half a, uh, that's not available everywhere, but at William Hill over half a yard rushing, like whether or not you thought they were going to give him a sweep there. I, it's plus 290. If you go over half a yard rushing for me. So he that, needs man. one rushing attempt Correct. to go over one yard and he hits that. As long as he gains a yard, Matt, you never know. Yeah. He could get that. Okay. Out of that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? William Hill, go get it, Matt. One over over wow. half yard. Plus yeah, to
1: I, I mean, they gave him one play. Correct. It's basically a one play bet, right? You
0: know they're gonna- you know at one point they're going to either do the handoff or the little drop into him while he comes across, which counts as the pass. Right. Because that's what they've done the last two games. One of them was a run. Yeah. One right. of them was the one where he drops off the Brady special. And we needed, him
1: to, we, we needed him to have a catch there, not a, not a rush there. Because I've gone over to <laughs>
0: his prop the last two games. Exactly right. right. And that, unfortunately, was a rush. So it didn't do anything for us. So it, that's what it is. But, yeah, it's over 28 and a half his receiving yards. I do like that. I do want to ask because it, it does come into play for me are you expecting Sammy Watkins to play in this game? And does that matter to you at all? When you think about
1: this it problem? matters, but I, it doesn't sound like he's going to be that healthy. When, if he does play. Yeah. So it's one, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm going to bank on him not being as healthy as they would like him to be. Yep. It's the super bowl. So I think yep. he'll play, mm-hmm. but I, I think, I think if Hardman's the guy who's more healthy, who gets open, I think Mahomes will trust him more than a gimpy Sammy Watkins. And I
0: assume, are, are you assuming that, uh, Demarcus Robinson clears the COVID because he's on the
1: COVID list because he was a close contact. I don't think but, he's playing. But you don't think he's playing at all. I, I mean, I for what? I mean, he he sat in that barber chair for, for long enough that I don't. I mean, it doesn't was sound he, like he's was in he was he the barber chair because he was put on it earlier. He was put on. I it, thought he DeMarcus, was he was Robinson. on the barber chair first. I thought both guys were in the barber chair. Him and the backup center.
0: I, all I know, I know the backup – I know he was. He's been on the COVID list for a few days because he was a close contact. So I don't know whether or yeah not to he was the also. barber.
1: Oh, Okay, all right. Because I only yeah, heard both about the guys were both I guys gotcha. were to the barber, but he he went first, and then the the rapid test gotcha. came back when the when in the back center was was getting a tear cut. Right. and yeah. he told him to finish. Oh. <laughs> he, he didn't get up and ran. He didn't get up and run for the guy. Well, he at said, that
0: point, at that point, he's a close contact, right? So <laughs> at that point, it doesn't really matter. Okay, <laughs> right. But okay, to your point though, regardless of Robinson, I I like your Hardman, but we mentioned Sammy Watkins. I'm in complete agreement with you. Like I think he probably suits up in this game. But I'm going to be really shocked if he is in any way a factor, which is why I like the under 36 and a half receiving yards for him, which is at minus 112. That's universal across the across the board. It's there. It's 36 and a half. It's pretty much anywhere between minus 110 and minus 115. And again, you know, if Demarcus Robinson is cleared, that makes it really enticing. So I don't think this number is going to move really mm. regardless. So you, you might as well wait. If DeMarcus Robinson's cleared from the COVID list and he does come back, then forget about it. You pound the under all day long. For sure. But again, he's still limited in practice. Like, I think he'll play, right. but I agree with you. It's a Super Bowl, so he'll try to play, but he's not at 100%. You're going to see McCole Hardman. I agree with you there. So for me, I'm, I am I think we're both kind of viewing this in the exact same way. We are basically fading Sammy Watkins and buying Nicole Hardman. So I'm with you there, but I'm going with it in a different way. And I'm going to go with the under 36 and a half receiving yards for Sammy Watkins. All right. What's next for you?
1: So we talked about Ronald Jones over. Yep. I think the shortest touchdown prop at one and a half yards okay. is an interesting look, given the propensity for these teams to get down to the one and then who gets to punch it in. It's been a pretty consistent bet in the Super Bowl to have a team come down and to score off from the one-yard line. Yep. So I like that under one and a half yards for the shortest touchdown for the game. Somebody with a push in either... You know, you could take Brady, you could take yeah. Mahomes, you could take a punch in from Leonard Fournette. I don't mind the Leonard Fournette. I am close to going Leonard Fournette to any time touchdown. But Ooh. since I'm looking at Ronald Jones, I'm like, nah, I'm kind of like, I I feel like I'm, I might middle myself there a little bit. And I could lose both right. bets if I'm wrong about that. So I, I, I'm eyeballing it there. I'm not there yet, but I think under one and a half yards for the shortest touchdown is a play I'm going to make.
0: Yeah, I like it. Actually, I think, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, because you know you you've seen even like the I guess maybe it comes from the two, but even the the little flip to Kelsey, you know that happens yep. right there, right there. Yeah, I, I like it. By the way, any time touchdown for Leonard Fournette is plus one twenty, the consensus line. Yep. So not great there, but yeah, I agree with you. All right, let, let's let's go to Mahomes. Let's go to Mahomes props. I, Mahomes. Is I only have one on Mahomes. That's oh, it. You be one on Mahomes. Saying. Okay. Well, I have two. They don't, and go I ahead. don't. Uh, I want to make it very very clear. I don't love either one of them, Um, but I am going to go with the opposite. And I feel like part of it is that I got, I and everybody else who bet this is like a famous thing with his rushing yard prop last Super Bowl where right. he he took blew knees. past it in the third quarter and then <laughs> took like I don't know, twelve
1: yards and sacks to run off some time to go under. The seven yard one was the worst. I, it that was, was you could have survived best. the four yard and the yes. three yard, but the yeah. seven yard one was the worst. You mean the best because you bet I bet uh, under, so I love. Well, it. You um, oh, you did. Oh, I bet under. Yes. You're the only one I've ever seen. Somebody on Twitter was asking that question. Does oh, yeah. anyone know anyone who won that on that? And I said I didn't oh, know anybody. Yes. so So you're it wow good for you i
0: i I like team up with a close friend of mine and we did uh you know prop bets for the super bowl and we all did it and that was mine like my because i did projections for it and i said i have them under i feel pretty good about it and he just sailed right over it so early and i was like yeah my bad on that one but my bad and then he legitimately like wasn't watching at the very end of the game he just stopped watching and i texted him i was like you're not gonna believe this we won and he couldn't he couldn't understand how it was possible but I am, uh, going to go under again here. I, it's, it's juiced up. It's minus 137. And there is, if you go on Fanduel, it's minus 122. Uh, oh, actually, I'm sorry. That's to go, uh, that's to go, um, over. I apologize to go under. It's plus 110. So that, that's one of the reasons why I like it. 19 and a half yards is nothing. There are reports that his toe is feeling a lot better, but I don't really expect this to be, you know, in the past, you've seen him in these playoff games and his rushing totals. I mean, they spike by a good 20 yards a game every single time. I just there's no way he's 100 percent healthy. It's turf toe. okay? that takes a long time to get better. I'm sure he's going to be fine. And even when he's gimpy, he can still move and stuff like that. I do also expect them to win. I do expect them to be some kneel downs. And those couple of yards, those three extra yards, I think, for me, pushes it over. So I actually like the under. And again, you're getting plus money on it. So at 110, the under 19 and a half rushing yards. That's where I'm going to go with Mahomes. What's your
1: Mahomes uh, prop that you like? My Mahomes prop is to ride the turnover luck that the Bucks have had to continue into the Super Bowl. Not saying Mahomes is going to throw a horrible pick but someone's going to drop a ball. Someone's okay. going to get an overthrow. Mahomes to be intercepted is plus 140. Yep. I like Mahomes to throw a pick in this game. Yeah,
0: it's 135 on DraftKings. I like it. Yeah, it's minus 167 for under the half, uh, the half, but over half is 135 uh, that I'm seeing. Yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, the Bucs are certainly figuring out ways to do it. It's Mahomes, so you wouldn't expect it. But yeah, it's most likely going to take something. But again, the Super Bowl... There's always weird stuff, man. There's always some
1: weird stuff. Well, if they're so- going to win the game, okay, Mahomes is seven and four when he throws two picks or more. He has, they have to turn the ball over. Like they've got to get that offense off the field in yep. some form or fashion. So either yep. a pick in the end zone, uh, you know, a, a pick, you know, in, at, you know, close to midfield to give Brady a short field. Like if they're going to win the game outright, they're going to have to find a way to stop Patrick Mahomes. Yep. It's so hard to repeat because there is so much tape on you and what you do. And look, I don't I didn't like Todd Bowles when he was with your Jets, but the guy's doing a bang up job with yep. his defense right now. And yep. he he may have maybe he should get a second chance at a head coaching job. I don't know, but he's a great defensive coordinator and he has really come into his own here in the postseason. Yeah, you can't hold it against
0: anybody how they do with the Jets. Okay. You (laughs) you need, uh, you know, like a PhD to succeed in that job. Um, yeah, I, I, I really don't mind it. And I'm going to, I'm going to fade Mahomes a little bit on this one. It's not crazy. We were talking about the, um, the passing yards prop and I, I see it as under as well. I don't want to bet it, but I, I see it there. I would rather go with the under 28 and a half completions rather than the yardage prop now that's juiced up a bit to minus 124 if you go if you bet the over 28 and a half it's even money he went under that number of completions 28 and a half in 11 of his 16 regular season games and really the issue is just for them to the extent you're looking at the under it's just the fact that they have so many just incredibly long plays, right? The slants yeah. to Tyree Kale that turn into 50, 60 yard plays, the huge, you know, every time, you know, Travis Kelsey catches the ball, it's just a 15, 20 they can snap off a 20 yard play like other teams snap off five yard outs, you know, it's just nothing for them. So for me, I, it's not crazy. Like when I, you know, looked at the, my initial run of projections, which, again, I'm going to redo before I get, was 27. So it's not as if it's like, wow, I have this huge edge here. You're not going to find huge edges on any of these things. If people who do projections, right. there's no way because they the lines are so sharp. But for me, I don't like the yardage as much, even though I lean the under. But I like more the pass completions for the under. Because, again, I expect them to be ahead in this game. I don't think they're yep. going to need to go crazy. And they're going to pass all day long. But I don't. I just think with the long passes that the completion number In and of itself is the one that kind of leans towards the under. So that's our like two unders on Mahomes. His rushing, we have done under rushing yards, under completions, and an interception in this game (laughs) for Mahomes. So. I got to
1: be honest
0: we we got to rethink our strategy here. Uh okay, what else you got? What what else you want? Only to get?
1: one more and okay. this is just because it's hit so consistently during the regular season. I think if I go back and look at the number of times Mike Evans cast over receiving yards props for me in the regular season, I, it had to have been one of our one of my favorite prop bets that I bet all year. Or so I'm just going to go 63, 63 and a half, depending on where you're going to get this number. Mm -hmm. Mike Evans over receiving yards. Brady just hunts for him. He just looks for him all the time. And there's always that lollipop, go up there and get it, big guy, type of catch. That goes for 30, 35 yards. So all we need is one or two of those and we're good here for Mike Evans over 63 yards receiving. So I'm going over with Mike Evans.
0: Yeah. The consensus line is 63 and a half overs minus 106. You can get 60. You can always get a better line for what you want, Matt, at BetMGM. It's 62 and a half there. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I have a tough time with this because I think that that's what's going to happen. And you're right. Cause we, one thing we know about Brady is he's going to keep throwing it up. He's going to yeah. keep throwing it deep. Doesn't really matter the game situation as we saw against the Packers. He's going to keep going with it. And so you can see the, the Chiefs have just done such a good job of limiting wide receivers throughout the entire season. But I, I, I mean, if I have to go one way or the other, I will go over, but I just, you know. It makes me a little nervous to do it for anybody against the chiefs,
1: but I, I, I it's agree. my least favorite one. I mean, it's just, it's problematic because I, I, I know that pressure to Brady and Chris Jones, you know, there are a lot of people I'm not betting the MVP. Cause I don't trust the voters. And so like the biggest liability that FanDuel has is JPP to win the MVP, which oh, is really? hysterical. Which is hysterical, right? Because you can play it out, right? If he had two, he has two sacks and a yeah. pick six or something, right? Then it's like, oh my, he might. Actually, but Chris Jones equally, people think last year Chris Jones should have won the MVP. So yeah. it's just it's an it's an offensive award, it's a quarterback award, so it's always like either Brady or Mahomes. If Mahomes wins, it's Mahomes. If, if Brady right. wins, it's Brady. But that's why the MVP wise, people have been kind of looking and kind of trying to find different values. In there, and, and and some people have said, well, maybe it could be a wide receiver. I mean, what happens if Mike Evans goes for 200 yards and four touchdowns or something crazy like that? It's so, so it's hard. Just, it's so it's hard so to hard. pick those.
0: I mean, Edelman won it, but that wasn't it. I feel like if it's a non quarterback, it's got to be in a weird game where it's super
1: defensive, right? In a game like Edelman and the won Boston it. media f- skewed that. Oh, like, did they that, really? That was tough. That was the Boston media awarding that to Edelman. That was a really tight vote for him to win that. Yeah, And that was basically just like all, all the Boston media who had votes in the building were like, yup, it's Edelman, because no one else wanted to vote for him. Right. Like, that was that was not an easy victory for him to pull down. But right. he should have won it, but it was really close for right. him to win the MVP of that Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, but, you know, you in the in the game that the, the Broncos won in Manning's last game, I forget who it was. It was the, maybe... I forget who it was, but it was a defensive player in the Seattle game. It was where, Von Miller, right? Yeah, it was Von Miller, right? He was, he in was
1: the, the, he's the last defensive player to win the MVP is Von
0: Miller. Right, exactly. In the Seattle game, I think where they destroyed, uh, the, the Broncos before that, um, the, there was a defensive player because you couldn't give it to Wilson because the team just crushed, you know, the, the game right. was just completely out of hand. Other than that, it's almost guaranteed to be a quarterback. I think the last, like, regular wide receiver to win in like a really close good game for everybody was like santonio Holmes in that steelers uh arizona game so a millennium ago basically for me so i'm gonna go with a a prop that i like it makes me very uncomfortable to bet it but i'm gonna do it and it's tyree kill under yep. six and a half catches now oh, you can get under it
1: Oh, yeah. You're going
0: yards. You're going receptions. I'm going receptions. You want to go? So, we talk. You want to talk about the yards a little bit? Because you talked about it. You wanted to talk about it with Kelsey. The yards are at 93 and a half. That's a lot of yards. And Kelsey is around the same, I believe. I'm checking it now. Kelsey for. Fandle's at 98, aren't they? For Kelsey, Fandle's at 98
1: and a half. A tight end. Yeah.
0: 98 yards. I know. And (laughs) you know what? I can't do it. I can't bet the under. Oh, I will. I can, and I will. (laughs) Well, I'm going to do the worst part, and I'm just not going to touch either one. Instead, I'm going to go under on reception. So here's the one thing. If you looked right now, and again, I don't know what it's going to be like when you look at it by the time you listen to this, but you look at the receptions, you will see that it's all over the place between six and a half and seven and a half. The difference, obviously, is the juice in that if you're going under six and a half, you're getting plus money. On Fandle, it's plus 128 to go under six and a half receptions. So. I'm gonna ask you, Matt, without looking it up, obviously. Okay. How many times did Tyreek Kill have more? Do you think had more than six catches? Because it's six and a half. How many times did he have more than six catches during the regular season? He played 15 games, okay, because he took last week off. So how many times did he have more than six catches? Four, three. I mean, that's okay. the thing. It's not now. Look, we're not gonna talk about the playoffs at all, where he's basically got eight and nine catches and got knots, and we're not gonna talk about that first game against the Bucks, where he had 13 catches and 269 yards it happens. It happens, you know, especially now where he's become the focal point. But I I kind of do think that you mentioned Bowles. Again, Mm. Bowles is a a good defensive coach for sure. You know, hopefully he gets another shot at a head coaching job. He's done a really good job in the playoffs, as we've talked about. The only game he looked kind of shaky was that Washington game where, again, I think they prepared for Alex Smith. So I'm not going to really have too much on him. But I mean, not that it matters. There's no revenge factor, but they were of course, so embarrassed in that first game with what Tyreek did. Oh, it's did. a big revenge factor. I you, think know, big well, revenge you know, well, you know, at the very oh, least, yeah. they they know they have to figure out a way to stop that. So I think I so the under on the yardage I don't hate either. It's just I see the scenario much more of a little slant going for seventy five yards, and I think I see it as him getting peppered with targets and catches all day long. That's especially true because again. Without Eric Fisher, they're going to get a lot of pressure on Mahomes. So I don't think you're going to have these chances, a lot of chances, for Hill to have four seconds to run his really deep route. I think Mahomes is going to you know, focus on getting the ball out quick, which, again, that could be to Tyreek Hill. There could be a lot of very quick passes to Tyreek Hill. But in the end, I think Hill really makes his money on these long passes. That's what they like to get him involved, to have routes that take time to develop. I don't think they have enough time to do it. So for me, especially getting plus money, if it's seven and a half, by the way, to get the under is minus 137. So it's obviously a huge difference. But for me, I'm going to go with the under six and a half. Now, it sounds like, Matt, you're not betting it, but you you lean towards the under on both Kelsey and Hill.
1: I'm going to bet it now earth. on on game day. I'll bet okay. it. I'll tell you basically on the live stream. I'll be betting the under. I'm just going to let this thing climb. Okay, and let it get to be an obscene number. And here's my thought. And look, I'm not a defensive coordinator, so I don't know what Todd Bowles is going to do. But here's what I think they're going to do. I think they're going to co- they're going to copy the, the what the Las Vegas Raiders did. I think they can get pressure with four or three down linemen, and I think they can play zone behind it. Okay. And it's going to open up the middle of the field, and you could say, well, maybe they dink and dunk all day long with Kelsey. That's possible, right? Mm-hmm. But you take away the home run hit. And so maybe you look at the Kelsey prop, and maybe, okay, it's less likely that Kelsey hits, and maybe I'll talk myself out of the Kelsey prop. But I like the hill more than the, more than the Kelsey one, because I think if you are going to play what, I mean, really what the Packers should have been doing at halftime, which is no one gets behind us. We're just going to play zone. We're going to go ahead and rush four. We're going to play. You want to, you want to dink and dunk all day long. That's fine. We'll clamp down in the red zone. We're going to give you yards, which means maybe Kelsey picks up that hundred. But that's how I think they're going to do it with, with, okay. with Tariq Hill. Like, how do they keep him out and behind, from getting behind them? You just have the deepest man. You just, you're just you going to have one, one guy deeper than Tariq Hill every single time. You're never going to let him get behind you. So that I think could be the strategy. And then if you have offensive line problems, you set loose, you know, White and, and JPP and, you know, Vita Vea. You let these guys go after it and maybe they're able to clog the middle up enough or, or get the pressure and put pressure on enough that makes Mahomes uncomfortable. Interesting. So, I mean, really, if they do that, it is the yardage less about
0: the receptions, really, because, yes. you know, it might be more ding and dunk. I could see that as well. I think that makes a
1: lot of sense. It's That's so, the only way you take him away, though, right? I mean, yeah. like you can't you can't put him one-on-one, and you can't even double him. You can't even bracket him. He'll run away from you. Right. Like, there's no one in that defense that can match his speed. We saw that in the first matchup. The only way you're going to do it is a 40-yard cushion by taking your strong safety or your free safety and putting them 40 yards ahead of Tariq Hill. So if they right. throw the bomb, he, that player has a time to come over and knock it away.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a, that's a, that's a decent way to analyze.
1: So you think this number though, is going to continue to climb even now,
0: even as we get closer.
1: 100%. Oh, there's no debate in my mind. This thing, I don't think this thing gets real underplay until it gets to 110 or more. What? That high? Yeah. I'm dead serious. Oh man. Look at the last, look at the last four games. I know. Look at the numbers. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Last game, what they had 118, 120. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's psychotic what the numbers are doing. And I just think everybody, it gets to the Super Bowl, and then everybody goes, what the hell happened? Yeah. And what you normally have seen during the regular season, it's a funky game. There's more timeouts. The halftime is super long. The pregame is super long. It's a different flow. The game, Brady always talks about it. You've got to have experience in this game. It's weird. Like the Falcons ran out of gas. Like both yeah. mentally and physically, they just stopped thinking because they were tired. Long day. You're all hyped up, and then the fourth quarter comes around, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this game's been going on forever." <laughs> because you have to run 28 commercials. Right. They got to run 28 60 second commercials in this darn thing. Right. So it, it, you know they have to make up commercial breaks sometimes if there's long drives and the cl- and the quarters go fast. They gotta make up the commercial, so they're stopping the game left and right, Cause I make the commercials up. This is not a typical football game, and a lot of times teams have a tough time with it. Yeah. All right. Uh, those
0: are all really good points. Okay, this was excellent. I love this podcast, and I it is a good warm-up for the prop live stream that we talked about that we're gonna be doing on betting pro on youtube.com/slash betting pros. Again, that is going to be on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, at 4 30 Eastern to 5 30. And again, The giveaway is going to be amazing. And let me just explain it so you guys like fully understand it. Okay. The giveaway, it's not open right now. Like you, you, nobody's entering. We open that giveaway when we get to the live stream. Okay. That's going to be at 430 and it's only going to be open for an hour. There are not going to be that many entrants into this giveaway. To win it and it's awesome. Matt's gonna unveil it live at the, at the end of the live stream. It's going to be awesome. I promise you, you really want to be there. Again, youtube.com slash betting pros 4:30 Eastern on Super Bowl Sunday. Do not miss it. All right, Matt. Are you are you a little more pumped now? Like we did some bets. Like I know you were kind of Yeah, no, talk to me the, on Sunday. All right, fine. God, on Sunday. Uh, I'll be fired up on Sunday. All right, Debbie Downer. That's fine. All right. So we <laughs> will talk again on Sunday. Again, 4:30 youtube.com slash betting pros. We'll talk to you then. Until then, enjoy the last few days that we have of the 2020 NFL season, and we'll talk to you on Sunday.